Hi everyone, I'm Daniela, and you're listening to the Pet Vet Exchange, a podcast by Mella. In today's episode, we are joined by Dr. Shadi Arefig from Vet Triage, and we talk about trends in the space of veterinary telemedicine and frequently asked questions from pet parents. We chat about where the industry is going and why you should look into finding a telehealth company for your pet. As Dr. Shadi puts it, emergencies never happen at convenient times. Hi everyone, I'm Daniela from Mela Pet Care, and today I'm back with a guest who I bet all of you do recognize, and if you don't, it's time to scroll back in the archive of our old podcast episodes, because this is Dr. Shadi, the Chief Medical Officer at Vet Triage, and Dr. Shadi, we are so excited to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for having me again. It was fun the first time, I know it'll be fun this time as well. Yes, it definitely will be. Um, And I know that there are some people who have not heard your first episode. And as sad as that is, I think it's very important for you uh, to just reintroduce yourself to the old audience and new members alike and just yeah, share a little bit about your background. Sure. Thank you. So yeah, I'm Dr. Shadia Rafidge. I'm a board certified veterinary surgeon. I graduated from Cornell University in 2006. And since then, I spent the majority of my career in surgery, managing surgery departments, managing other specialty departments, emergency care, owning hospitals. And then finally, I uh, landed on Vet Triage, a company that I started after seeing what pet parents were facing when they had a pet that was ill or, or hurt themselves at home and didn't know if they should go see a veterinarian right now. Like, is it an emergency? or if they should wait until their family veterinarian is open. And so I've been spearheading that telehealth movement since the end of 2019, developed that platform over the past decade. And now I run the company full time, just trying to share the wealth of knowledge in the telehealth space and giving pet owners, pet parents, another avenue for access to care. Yeah, that is awesome to hear. I can't wait to dive into telemedicine, telehealth, trends in the space. Um, But to start off, you know, let's take a step back and just take a look at the vet medicine world as a whole. Now, most pet parents take their pets to the vet maybe once a year, a couple more times a year if there's an emergency or they have a skin infection. Usually, you know, once a year they have that physical and then um, every other year for something else. You know, it's not really somewhere you go every week, like you go to the grocery store. And so you don't, as a pet parent, sometimes realize what's going on in the space, uh, what new innovations there are, what trends there are. And so to start off, you know, what's going on right now? Yeah. So most, most pet parents are probably familiar with talking to their own doctor virtually, like a teledoc type platform, right? And it saves you a ton of time and stress from having to visit the doctor in person if you can handle it virtually. And the veterinary space, if I think it's most important is to start off with categorizing what the telehealth world is, is defined by. And so telehealth is the word that we use to describe all virtual care. Underneath telehealth are different subcategories, telemedicine, teleadvice, teleconsulting, telediagnostics. There's all these different telas. And so that's very important because if you're trying to figure out what sort of virtual care you need, you may start off with what is it that I'm that I'm looking for? There's no virtual care that's going to replace you and your pet 
going to a, uh, a veterinary clinic and getting vaccines, right? We can't give you vaccines or shots virtually, but we can actually help with advice, giving you direction, letting you know what might be going on with your pet as far as a consultation level of, of care. What pet parents may not realize now in the veterinary space are our, our internal struggles. Veterinary clinics are hitting a point where they can't hire enough staff or stay open long enough to manage all the sick pets coming through. It is a multifactorial, complex problem that we've been dealing with really for over a decade, but has certainly accelerated since the pandemic, during and since the pandemic, and we have yet to catch up. So pet parents ought to be aware to go easy on their veterinary clinics. They don't have the staff like they used to have to keep up with the large number of sick animals that need care. So with that being said, if there's a way for pet parents to be able to access virtual care, that'll help them get the attention their pet needs on a virtual scale. And those pets, they need like surgery, vaccines, testing done like blood work and x-rays. Those pet parents can now make an appointment with their veterinarian who will hopefully be more available because virtual platforms like vet triage exist to help with that overflow. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. And it is sad to see, you know, this trend with you know, hospital closures or just not a lot of staffing. But for pet parents who are listening, thinking, okay, well, never really heard of telehealth or telemedicine. Is it actually for everyone or do you think pet parents have to kind of, you know, go through a round of questions to decide, you know, apart from I need blood work done, I need vaccines done? It's an easy it's an easy solution to that question. If you're if you're a pet parent, you have a sick or hurt pet in the middle of the night and you live in a pretty remote area, you know that driving to the emergency hospital may take a while. Your pet is going to get stressed out in the car. You have to wake up your kids to go to the car, go to the hospital. And then when you get there, you're waiting in line and you're going to be paying a lot of money for that emergency care. And so in that scenario, which happens a lot, uh, virtual care is the next best thing. Uh, an avenue to talk to a veterinarian, talk to a professional to find out whether or not that headache, that stress, that drive, waking up the kids, the money spent at the emergency hospital, is that all worth it? Or can you wait for your veterinarian to open on Monday and hopefully see you as an appointment? And of course, we all love our family veterinarians because you have a relationship with them. You may have even been going there for generations. So we want to try and 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 point folks in the right direction. So with your question, it's that scenario is, an, is a no-brainer for me. Virtual care will help you at least figure out whether or not you have a true medical emergency. During daytime hours where things are a bit more controlled, most pet parents are going to reach out to their veterinarian first. And if their veterinarian is available, they will try to accommodate you. If they're unavailable, then hopefully your veterinarian will say, here you go. You can either go to the nearest emergency hospital because I can't fit you in today, or hopefully something like vet triage, they can direct you our way and we'll help you from there. It's going to be difficult to tell a pet parent when they should decide on virtual care or not, because at the end of the day, no matter how tech savvy and research heavy they are, they're not going to be the medically trained professionals that a veterinarian is. So it's hard to give you just sort of a one, one uh, umbrella fits all type of a model to decide it should be directed based on what what options do you realistically have at that moment when your pet is sick or injured and what does your veterinarian say if they are actually open but cannot but cannot accommodate you right right and then kind of going along those lines the internet can be a very 
overwhelming place, right? And there's all of these different choices, even something simple as, okay, you need a new pair of running shoes. You go on Google, you take quizzes, you try to figure out the comparisons, and it's just search results after search results. It must be the same on the telemedicine side of things. You know, pet parent says, okay, I'm ready. I've committed to the idea of virtual care. You go online, Google maybe virtual care, telemedicine for my pet near me. And then there's just all of these results. So how would you as a pet parent go about choosing a provider? Yeah, that, that that's it's, it's a great question. And it's a difficult one to answer, but I can give you at least some pointers with that. So when I started my, my company, Vet Triage, I decided what I thought was going to be the gold standard of care. And we all heard that phrase before, whether you're in the medical field or not, gold standard care. And so for me, it meant that you're going to be speaking to an actual veterinarian. So that's number one. Make sure you know who you're talking to using words like animal expert or pet expert. Yeah, why aren't you using the word veterinarian then? You know, there's something sketchy there, right? So make sure you're speaking to an actual doctor, an actual veterinarian. Number two, do you want video or not? Not every platform has video. In order for us to run video 24-7, it takes a lot of resources to do so. But I believe in having the best options out there. So speaking to a veterinarian on live video where they can also see your pet I would argue way more beneficial, way more beneficial to the pet owner to make a reasonable decision of what to do with their pet next versus emailing, phone calls, or text messaging. So that's the second thing I would say. Um, and then third, it's your standard look at whatever reviews are out there. What feedback? Do they have a good social media platform? What what are they, how, how, how passionate are they about the field that they're in? You know, you don't, you don't want to talk to somebody who's a, a, a company rather that is not really in it. They're not into the education part and spreading the love. You know, I'm fortunate enough to be on this platform and I can talk to you about anything in the veterinary field, including the virtual space. And I absolutely love it. And hopefully that resonates through. When you look at our social media, you look at all the educational items we have out there, all the blogs that I've written, all the podcasts I've been on, all the interviews, it's clear that we're, we're in it. We're in the space. And so and the final thing I would say is, Who's running the show? So vet triage is run by a board certified surgeon. And I've been doing this for 17 years as a veterinarian. And we we began this telehealth platform as the first ones out there. And so we've been we've been doing it ever since. And very proud of that. So all those are factors to consider when you're trying to go through the myriad of, of telehealth providers that are that are there on uh, um, in, in, in an internet search. But those are some easy, quick tips. I will say two more added benefits. We are 24-7 no appointment needed, right? And also any animal type. So you don't have to have just a dog or a cat. It could be a lizard, it could be a bird, a fish. We've seen everything from fish to horses, to sheep, to cows, you name it, we've seen it. And and so that's also important in showing the breadth of, of knowledge and expertise we have on the platform as well. Hopefully that helps pet parents guide uh, through, these, through these internet searches. No, that's super convenient. And I actually love that you mentioned the other animals as opposed to a dog or a cat, because it is true. There are a lot of dog and cat clinics in most major cities, um, but not a lot of these exotic pet vets. And sometimes things happen. I found a guinea pig in my backyard when I was a child and we just drove around the city. This was, I think, you know, I don't even know if this was before Google, but I will say that it was before it was easy to find exotic pets vets and so we sure. just drove around going would you guys see this and actually we didn't even know it was a guinea pig so we held up the little rodent we said we don't know what this is can you take care of it 
like, nah, not us. Go to the next place. We go to the next yeah. place. Do you guys know what this is? Can you help us? Uh, and of course, we eventually you know, kept the kept the guinea pig. He lived a long and prosperous life. But if we had had this option, that would have been the easiest thing. You know, we log on, no appointment, 24-7. It's, you know, 10 p.m. at night. We just go, what is this rodent? How do we take yeah. care of it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to, to that point, anybody, anybody who's owned a pet, at some point during their life knows that pet emergencies, it doesn't happen between Monday through Friday, nine to five. It happens on a weekend in the middle of the night while you're on vacation, while the dog sitter is taking care of your dog. That's when it happens. That's when the emergencies occur. And so it's always the most inconvenient times. And so to your guinea pig uh, uh, point, yeah, if, if you end up in a scenario like that, we'll be happy to, to help out further, for sure, for sure. We had an ostrich on, we had a wallaby, we had a sea otter. Um, <laughs> Chillas, hedgehogs, we've we've seen we're up to 37, 38 different animal types now on the platform. It's pretty remarkable. So if you have a pet in need, we're here to help. And in case any of your any of your viewers and listeners are um uh, speak Spanish, we also have 24-7 Spanish-speaking doctors on the platform as well. That's amazing. Yeah, that's just great. It's just super convenient, really bringing this accessibility to everybody. Now, you and me, you know, we're on Zoom, so we're clearly at least a little bit tech savvy. We know how to video chat. We know how to get on computers and set up meetings. But how about, you know, the older generation who you know isn't even that quite familiar on how to FaceTime their grandchildren? What do you want to tell them about using telemedicine and how it could help them? We, we thought when we first launched the platform, we, we assumed, as everybody else would, that the younger generation, maybe, you know, 40 years of age and younger, would be more likely to utilize the platform. And the older generation, maybe 15 and above, will be less likely to utilize us because they're just intimidated by the technology. Our data actually shows, depending on what data set you look, at least 50% are the 15 and above crowd wow. who utilize our platform. And if it if it goes towards one one direction or the other, it's almost always the older cloud beats the, the younger in terms of number of of, uh, of folks who use us in that age group. So it's it's actually becoming more into the norm for older generations to be comfortable with this type of technology. However, having said that, we also do actually offer a phone line for those clinics that partner with us. They will offer their clients a a one eight hundred number, toll free number, to be able to talk to somebody on vet triage support staff who can then help them with payment, signing on, getting on the, the either a video call with our vets or a phone call with our vets. That's fine too. And our vets will still be able to help them out. And if we need pictures or videos of that pet, we can always figure out, can we text? Can we email? What, what, are you, what can you do? And we'll be able to help you out. The reason why I loved your question also is not just folks who maybe are a bit more, a, a bit less comfortable with technology, but we work with plenty of areas in the world that are very rural. They don't have internet. They don't have Wi-Fi. And some don't even have smartphones or video devices. So they really do need to utilize a phone line. And some of them have only landlines. So it's very important. And that's irrelevant to generation. That's just, they just, that's where they live. And so we help folks in rural areas as well have access to care, despite not having technology or internet or video. That's fantastic. I love that. And it is true that, you know, living in a city and kind of being surrounded by a lot of technology and innovation, you sometimes forget that there are a lot of very rural parts of the world that don't have any Wi-Fi. You know, yeah, they could be our age. They could be, you know, younger, older. It's not a case of age, but it is just a case of accessibility. So I, I truly love what you're doing, bringing this accessibility to the space. 
And so where do you really see the future of telehealth going based on you know current trends, um, things you see just kind of coming up? This is what's really, really exciting. And this is where your glorious company comes into play as well. So um, I, I've projected a while ago now, and it's finally happening where, and you you guys were actually probably the first ones to start this, where uh, you're going to need more objective data that a pet parent can measure at home. So for example, if you look at something as seemingly simple as checking a body temperature on a dog or a cat, right? That's objective. That's a number. You know, that's not, that's not a subjective data point where, oh, I feel like Fluffy is lethargic today. No, this is actually the temperature is 100.3, right? Objective data. And doctors who are inherently scientists when it comes down to it, we want objective data. We want black and white. How can we determine if this pet is sick or not based on objective data? So we're seeing more and more now diagnostics that are accessible to pet parents that they can use at home to monitor their pet's parameters like a temperature, blood pressure, heart rate, heart rhythm, body weight, objective measurements that they can use. And so I do see the future of home diagnostics being a massive enterprise in this field. And it's obvious to combine that with telehealth, right? Because telehealth is access to veterinary care from your location, whether it be home or in your car or whatever. And so home diagnostics, it's an obvious coupling there. So I absolutely love that question because first and foremost, home diagnostics are going to are, are already huge and it's going to get bigger in the pet space. Um, th- this is, this is, this is, it's going to be unprecedented in terms of, of healthcare in general, but especially in the vet field. We're all familiar with our own family members or friends. They check their own blood pressure or their blood glucose at home, right? Well, it's going to be the trend for the animal space. It's just a matter of, of folks realizing this and catching up to what we are foreseeing. So that's probably the biggest thing I would say as far as, as, far as trends go. The second biggest trend that we're going to see is there are going to be more and more states in the U.S. and beyond that are going to be more accepting of virtual care. Pet parents may not know that we are fighting an uphill battle with with telehealth. With vet triage, we knew that it was going to be a battle. To a pet parent, it's obvious. Oh, I'll talk to a doctor virtually. Oh, that makes sense, right? But when you look at legal bodies, medical boards, um, organizations like that, they are not so keen on it. They're worried about it being misused. Rightfully so. You could have somebody who's trying to take over and only do this for the money and, and provide bad care. Well, the reason why we are so adamant about gold standard is because we want to prove to these legal boards, medical boards, that it can be done responsibly and ethically. We are seeing now more states in the U.S., and also this is happening too in provinces in Canada and actually in London as well, where they are becoming more accepting on the legal front for telehealth, which allows us veterinarians to do more and allows legal bodies to put the trust in the judgment of the doctor who's taking care of that pet virtually. So there are two massive trends that I'm seeing that are we're going we're gonna to see expand in it for the future. That's fantastic. No, yeah, the future is incredibly exciting. So looking forward to just what will happen and what will develop within the space. So I, I think this podcast has been so great because you've done just such a good job just kind of explaining the trends, seeing where everything's going, and of course, the benefits of telemedicine. And so if there are some pet parents listening that are still a little bit you know, on the edge, what would you say is just kind of the your summary of, you know, this is telehealth, this is why it's a benefit, but hey, you know, don't worry about your mom and pop favorite vet clinic on the corner, like they're still going to be okay. Yeah, I would say 
First, be patient with your mom and pop pet clinic. They are trying their best to meet the needs of their of the animals, the pets in that community. Also, with emergency hospitals, when your when your family veterinarian is unavailable, be patient with them. They're dealing with a lot of really sick animals, and so we need to understand they are struggling with the same cultural issues, the same workflow problems that your family veterinarian is 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 uh, running into. Be patient with them. Be compassionate. You want the same compassion from them. Show them compassion. You understand the struggles they're facing. And number three, do your telehealth research ahead of time. Plan ahead. Know what company you want to use, whether it's vet triage or another company. Plan ahead so that when you have a problem with your pet in the middle of the night or you're on vacation or you're traveling, you can speed dial vet triage be on there quickly. Every minute matters when you talk about a sick or injured pet. And for your own peace of mind, you want to be on one of the veterinarian really quick. So plan ahead, which telehealth platform you want to use. It should be vet triage, but any platform <laughs> is fine. Triage is the best. And do your research ahead of time. That's the point. Being prepared is key with any issue, but especially those medical in nature. Yeah, that's uh, that's such a good tip. I this popped into mind. It's probably the dumbest analogy, but I'm thinking, you know, of course, like you know, having this um, this telehealth platform that you know ahead of time, so you're not sitting there googling. It's kind of the same thing as if your your friend starts choking and you're trying to Google a video, YouTube video of the Heimlich maneuver. You don't know how to spell Heimlich. You're like, uh, how do I start? And then you waste precious time. So you know, kind of similar. Have your telehealth provider have vet triage already ready to go. Or how about when they tell you with your family to, you know, if there's a fire in the house, what's your plan of action, right? What do you grab? Can you grab right. your pets? Do you grab medication? Where do you exit your home if there's a fire, right? And you're supposed to rehearse that with your kids, right? That's another great example of, of that. Absolutely. To, and to your point with the, with the choking example, you want to be prepared for these types of problems that occur. You know, if you live in an area of the, of the U.S. where something like a hurricane is a common event or an earthquake, what do you do? You plan ahead. What happens if it's, an, if it's an earthquake? What is what are me and my family going to do? Right. And you rehearse this. So being prepared is is huge when it comes, especially when it comes to medical care. Yeah, great answer. And, you know, forgive me if you already have answered this question, because your podcast episode was quite a long time ago. So I'm going to make you answer it again. Our Mela signature question, which hasn't changed since its inception many years ago. I, I don't know if you answered it because uh, we didn't have it forever. Um, but, you know, just to get either a different answer or if you can rehearse it and just kind of say your old answer word for word, which would be very impressive. Uh, here's our Mela signature again. And it's what does pet health and wellness mean to you in today's day and age? Pet, pet uh, health um, awareness, what it means to me is is taking care of your family in total, including the furry ones, the four-legged, the winged, the clawed, the slithering pet, pet, pets you have at home. They're part of your family. And so take care of them as you would any other family member. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, this is not a sponsored podcast, but as we wrap things up, you know, how can every listener click off of this episode and learn a little bit more about vet triage? You can go to vettriage.com and there's an about us section. That's that's a great resource. We're also on Instagram, vettriage, and my own Instagram under my name. We have a YouTube channel as well. If you search vettriage or my name, lots of educational videos on there that, get, that are tailored more towards like younger veterinarians or pet parents. That's a cool resource as well. We're on TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, 
any and all resources you're more than welcome to partake in. Vetriage.com is going to be your main resource to learn more about the platform, about my own background and how we can help further. Awesome. Well, that's amazing. I hope everybody who's listening, who goes, yeah, I don't have that emergency plan in place to what to do when my pet is super sick at one in the morning, uh, takes a look at vet triage and says, all right, we'll add that to the plan. And Dr. Chaudhary, it's been so fantastic to have you on again. Maybe we'll keep up the streak. Maybe we'll have you on for a third time later. Um, but it's been just fantastic to have you on the podcast again. And thank you for the chat. I absolutely look forward to it a third time. I appreciate it second time around. And it's wonderful seeing you as well. Awesome. Well, goodbye, everybody. Remember to go visit Vet Triage and log off of this episode. Thank you all for listening and make sure to check out the show notes for all links to everything mentioned in this episode. Head over to www.mela.ai to learn more about what's happening over here at Mela Pet Care and for more ways to keep your pet healthy and happy. And don't forget to check out the Pet Vet Exchange on LinkedIn and Instagram today.